Bro. <laughs> What's up, man? Here's my hot take on coffee. Okay, okay. talk to me. I think Keurig is nice. Mm. But it's not the nicest. It's just, it's just, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. But it feels like they've taken over the whole of the US, bro. They have. They have. But it's just not. Like, okay, you, you get a black coffee from, let's say Starbucks, or maybe just your local coffee place. I don't know. You know, it's place around my, like, there's like a bumblebee place. Like those in, independent kind of type joints. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And then you get a Keurig black coffee. The local joints just taste better. And this is no this on Keurig. It's no this. I'm just saying that's just how it is. Yes. But then you have Nespresso, who they are the, probably the next, like number two. Right? Yeah. They're just too black. It's too strong. It is. It's too bitter to drink on Keurig. Yeah, like nobody likes it. It's. I have to add milk every time. I've tried it without, and I'm just like, I don't, I'm not even enjoying it. Like, who are the people that drink coffee without adding any milk? Like, who are you? Like, what world do you come from? And they're like, we don't want them to exist. <laughs> so yeah. We go make this soup. Have you been to Italy? Drug. Yes, I have. Bro, have you tried to order a coffee in Italy? Bro. It's like sacrilege. How dare you add milk to our beloved coffee? <laughs> our our, our uh, country export. Yeah, the, How the, dare the you? Small little, small little cups. The little uh, yeah. espresso chini kind of like mm. couple. It's like, uh, no cappuccino, espresso. Espresso, no cappuccino. Sorry, that was a really terrible uh, Italian accent. Sorry. But, bro, like, seriously? Yeah. They get offended, bro. Like, like it's almost, it's, it is, it's literally sacrilege to them. It's like putting ketchup on steak. Correct. Don't do that in Argentina. Don't do that anywhere in the world. Really anywhere, yeah. Like, even A1 steak sauce, I'm on the fence. I'm sorry. I, I couldn't do it. I don't know people who, I don't know why people do that. I don't know why restaurants have it. Hey. Why would you cook a steak and then like rub it on the asphalt outside basically and then bring it back in? Because that's oh what you're gosh. doing. And you just, and you, it's like adding ketchup to it. Like you said, like, why would people do that? Like, seriously. Oh but it's, it's literally like spitting it in someone's face, I feel like. And anytime I've ever been to a restaurant, like, mm -hmm. they always ask you how you want it done. Mm -hmm. I'm a medium guy. But I know people who eat rare steaks. Like, who, bro, who's out here eating rare steaks? <laughs> James, are you joking? <laughs> bro. Are you jo do you actually eat rare steaks? I want that bad boy mooing, dog. Really? I want to just freaking. <laughs> you just say mooing. I'm tired of you. Barely. Because, because he, so do you know the, the, the science behind Hiroshima? No, go on. So behind steaks in general, this is now, now I, I get to be the science this guy this time. This is a huge pivot. <laughs> I, can, I can be the science. It's usually Anthony. It's me this time. So, yeah. unlike poultry, mm. steak, mm. beef, meat, bacteria can only go so far into the meat. Correct. Poultry goes into the entire meat, which is yeah. why you have to cook it, you know, all the way through. And then you see them with a test, test probe, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, checking that internal temperatures exactly. and stuff like that to make sure it's killed off the bacteria. Yeah, that I get that. That 165, absolutely. With steak, it only goes like, like that far. Like maybe, I don't know, maybe like a centimeter in. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So that's why you can cook just the top. Mm. And the rest is fine. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, that's yeah, logical. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, so rare is still. My take is medium. The reason okay. why I want medium is that I still want my, I don't want all the fight of like, well done. Like mm -hmm. I don't want a tile, like rubber. You don't want a burger. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I still want it to, you know, be hot. Cause like. <laughs> 
But my thing is like people that get rare steaks, this is mm-hmm. literally how they cook them. Psst, psst. And then seven on the plate. That's the shit. Because rare is like a minute on each side, right? Or just like brown it. Uh, it's about a minute. You might as well just like slaughter the cow and just start eating it. Basically, that's Jeez, that's honestly you could. to get. Bro, this is not good. This is you not could. good. It's just as long as the bacteria doesn't. You can do the same. Okay, Loki, Loki, Loki. I'm kind of a meat guy. Here we you go. can do the same thing with chicken. Okay. You can eat chicken raw. Oh Only thing is that you got to make sure bacteria doesn't do. There's a place in Japan that serves like like chicken sushi. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm speechless. Speechless. But to our vegans, vegetarians out there, do you think, fam? This is no knock on you or your lifestyle. I'm just, I'm just talking about steak. Yeah. But yeah, for me, it's medium or medium. I'll do medium rare. Medium rare, okay, cool. Because medium rare is on the side of, like, it's almost rare, mm-hmm. but it's medium at the same time. Mm-hmm. But yes. I just don't like my steak being, like, torched or destroyed. And you know what? Speaking of destroyed, let's get into it. Let's talk about Silicon Valley Bank for a second again. What this is the second time, bro. Dude, I'm, like, I, I feel like everything's getting exposed. 100%. From the crookery. Sam, Sam Beckman. Yeah, crooks, bro. SBF, Sam Beckman Free. SBF. Um, really just half the crypto world is by itself. Correct. Um, and now you have SVB, Silicon Valley Bank. So for those who don't know, SVB Bank went under this time last week um, and actually regulators have taken over the bank um, and they're really just trying to pick up the pieces or what, yeah. what, whatever's left. And we spoke a little bit about it last week, but bro, like it's just getting worse. Like it's just out of control. So Signature Bank, um, which was one of the um, banks that was like essentially um, in the same sort of boat, they've actually been closed by regulators so this is like a third big failure that they've had in a long time yeah so that was the crypto bank i mean we spoke about it a little bit but bro like it just makes me lose faith in everything that you know like silicon valley bank i think is the 12th largest bank in america or something like that or was Mm -hmm. past Mm -hmm. tense and now it's completely gone like all of the startups so like your you know uh your we works and all of these companies they all used to use or used silicon valley bank yeah like even like etsy for example so i don't know if you know but like there was this story where um etsy is actually delaying seller payouts following the silicon valley co- collapse so bro. the diy marketplace yeah bro the diy marketplace is pu- pressing pause on payouts until it, re- it can route deposits through one of their other payment partners um, but some sellers feel like they have been left in the dark so imagine if that's your lifeblood Bro. Imagine that if that's everything you own. Like you like you put all your eggs in that basket, you're in the Etsy basket that you you built yourself. You know, you, you wove it. That's what people do on there. <laughs> 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 Sorry, that was terrible. But no, seriously, bro. Yeah. Like like I just I'm speechless. I see this tweet from somebody. Yeah. Um Marita. I don't I think it's your name. She said, well, this is great. If you, like me, run a business that sells on Etsy, you may not see a deposit if you have them set to pay out daily because of Silicon Valley bank crash. Really regret buying so many groceries today. Dang. Bro. The fact that she's not able to get her groceries, is that's like a big telltale. Like, that's a big sign, bro. And and to me, it's just like people are putting... (coughs) 
their trust in these systems and really they've had nothing like nothing back so silicon valley yeah. issued this statement which said we recently experienced a delay in issue <laughs> i love the fact that they, they're so smart when they say delay mm -hmm. so we recently experienced a delay in issuing payments to some sellers related to the unexpected collapse of silicon valley bank our teams have been working around the clock to implement a solution and we expect to pay sellers via our other payment partners within several business days and that will we will be, um, that we will be able to begin processing these payments as soon as tomorrow so that was march 13th bro so many small business owners on Etsy rely on the income yeah. that comes from, um, you know, the platform, you know, handmade products and stuff of the like. Yeah. Um, and not receiving those scheduled payments could really make it more difficult for them to front, you know, costs that are associated with just being in their craft, like, you know, or wow. buying new products and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, bro, like Silicon Valley Bank is really causing a, a huge ripple in the industry, bro. Huge, like, bro. The I fact that it goes from like so you have your everyday common like like people on etsy right? yeah like they just like yeah find a, find a craft start selling right and it, it's like there's levels to it you got you got uh the big players right people who really rely on silicon bank and like like a like a, just different startups right yeah like of course like, yeah it's layered well like 90 percent of stuff did you check if your company has money in silicon oh, Valley? so they did oh they did but they moved it out like like a year before oh something. thank god yeah yeah so they were because yeah we, we got a, a email last friday right talking about, just hey, like, like explaining I know this is what's going on like we were actually we, we we didn't lose a lot we had some in there but like wow. they maneuvered so yeah your but, ceo had the foresight to move the money i didn't but i mean hey look hey ho thanks <laughs> Here we go. There's us. They got us. But no, honestly, um, I really feel like we're getting to a stage now where the companies that um, are, are investing, so like the venture capitalists, they're going to be a lot more susceptible to, um, you know, just like risk. Yes. And it's the fact that now it's like, okay, well, hey, we'll give you $100 million, but it's going to be spread out over 15 accounts. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, most of these businesses that are affected are tech businesses. Yeah. And generally how tech, tech businesses work is that they get different rounds of funding mm. and they burn down through those different rounds of funding until they need to, you know, do another round. Exactly. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So like, let's say your run rate is like $15,000 a month. <clears throat> And let's say you get 150 months, 150 thousand dollars. That means you got 10 months of run rate. Right. See what I'm right, saying? Right. So yeah. a lot of these smaller businesses can't afford to collapse right yeah. now, yeah. and and that, and they're, and they're they're gone. And you know the FDIC, you know as great as they want, like they've only insured um, deposits up to 250 thousand, yeah, which is like, and that's a choice made by the bank. You know that right? Because you can actually have deposits up to five million. I think up to 10 or 20 is, the, is like the highest really but obviously the insurance payments on that are a lot higher than what you'd pay on 250 because i mean who expects to fold as a bank i don't think anyone expects like a big bank like imagine if jp morgan chase folded today bro that i think that's the biggest thing here because i'm like yo like are, like are we gonna have to start looking into banks more mm. and be more because i think let's see i think this was the third Bank was, failure this, this week, Signature yeah, Bank. Correct, yeah. Signature Bank US this Bank. week, yeah, correct, yeah. What in the world? Like, yeah. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I don't know. I think you just can't. 
I think if anything, I feel like I can't just be like going online and see like, oh, that's a great interest. I'm going to go with that bank. Mm, you know what I mean? There needs to li- be a little bit more due diligence on yeah. your part and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you know what it is? I just feel like these companies have really been caught faking now. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like a real big deal. And hey, you yeah. know what? Speaking about companies that ha- have been caught faking, let's talk about Samsung for a second, Sam- bro. There's always something every about every three years with Samsung. Do you remember when phones were exploding on planes? Exactly. Phones were exploding. <laughs> I remember you come to the plane, they'd be like, hey, yo, you got you got that, yeah, that Samsung, you got bro? That Note, that Note 7. That Note 13 or whatever. Yeah. That, fam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to need you to put that in this box right here. Dude, they were doing buybacks. Yeah, there. 100%. 100%. And like, like here, like just take our new take a rack S twenty four or something. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, bro, crazy man. Yeah. So we're, we're, they're doing something different. Imagine now, creating huh? a phone that's a flight risk. I mean, whenever the batteries used to explode. Yeah, just... imagine you're that guy. Yeah, that created the phone that's a flight risk. Where does the conversation start? Where does it end? That's a lot of whys. That's a lot of whys. Do you yeah. think someone got fired over that? Over Absolutely. in Korea? I think somebody, I think you kind of have to since you're, because they're, are they, they're, they're public, right? So, yeah, of course. Yeah. It's like, it's, yeah. it's almost, I don't want to say it's government sanctioned or government owned, but like, mm. it's the largest company in the whole of Korea. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure some, like, I'm sure they got some, some heads rolled somewhere. Yes. Yeah. Because like, you kind of just have to. 100%. Yeah. But you know what? Speaking of heads rolling, bro. Let's talk about Meta for a second. And these segues have been amazing, by the way. I didn't say so myself. <laughs> but Meta is actually um, laying off 10,000 more employees um, in a series of cuts. Yeah, so um, we spoke about them uh, early on in the year, um, laying off 11,000. Actually, it was last year, the end of last year. They, they laid off 11,000 members of staff in November. There you go. Yeah. Um, and now it's a further 10,000 and they've also closed hiring for open roles um, and, I, and they're actually cancelling low priority projects yeah so it says that some would say that they're feeling the heat or the pinch dude what so the first wave of layoffs will start this week and impact Meta's recruiting organisation followed by a second wave for tech roles in April and a third for business roles in late May um, how Mark's do these? A, yeah, no, go on, go on, bro. What was you gonna say? I'm like, how do they have so many people hired in the first? Place? It's like fifty thousand staff or something for crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, so I understand they have an app. I understand they have several apps. Correct. Facebook, Instagram. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else. They have Oculus. Mm-hmm, they have. Okay, they actually have some some things going on, but that's like fifty thousand people. That's a lot of people. It is. How much work do they have to do? I yeah. think they really need. I think I'm just. I don't know. I, I mean, they were keeping you know families fed, but dang, dude, like that's. Not do you think that? Okay, so you, your thesis is that they had too much staff to begin with. Yes. Gotcha. Yes, I'm thinking because fifty thousand. That's a whole. Town. That's a rack. Yeah. Wait, it's not Whoa, a rack. That's it's a lot more than a rack. City. That's not a town. That's a city. Imagine a city <laughs> working. That's a boatload of people. That's bro. That's about three boatloads. At least. That's about three Caribbean cruises. Hundred percent. Maybe five. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just I don't know. I'm, I'm just I'm just interested to understand like how many, like how many people does it kind of you know how many people does it take to screw a light bulb kind of thing. 
So they actually said higher interest rates lead to the economy running leaner, more geopolitical instability leads to more volatility, and increased regulation leads to slower growth and increased costs of innovation. Given its outlook, we'll need to operate more efficiently than our previous headcount reduction to ensure success. So they're saying the new cuts will uh, lower the higher expense by $3 billion, bro. Yeah, bro. <clears throat> I mean, the fact that somebody can lay off 10,000 people, actually 21,000 within the last, what, five months? Yep. Well, it says they had 87,000 before. Yeah, bro, that's a lot of people. Bro, I mean, I, I mean I'm not a CEO. I, I don't. He obviously knows what he's doing. Yeah. He's, he's declaring the year 2023 is a year of efficiency. I just think you've made a couple wrong steps, bro. And it's just like you're trying to dial it back now. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? That's what it feels like. Yeah. That's a lot of people. Or at least somebody presented it like, hey, we need this amount of people. We need this amount of people. And, you know, somebody in there. But my thing is that, like, it's always the little guys that have to go whenever there's the cuts. It's never the big guys. Never the CEOs. Never the... But, um... Yeah. Bro, I don't know, man. So while Zuckerberg was the first big tech CEO to aggressively lean into remote work earlier in the p- pandemic, he actually hinted that junior engineers may be required to come into the office three days a week. So they're like, he said, uh, this requires further study. Huh? That's I'm wondering why that is. Yeah, but our thesis is that it's still easier to build trust in a person and that those relationships help us work more effectively. Mm. So it's like, well... It's that whole thing about corporate social responsibility, you know, that whole piece about we need to be seen to be doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, well, all the companies are saying, hey, we're going to make you come in one day a week, two day a week during the pandemic. Facebook will just like carte blanche. Hey, just stay at home. Yeah. 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 Because we want to be seen to be doing the right thing. We're not exactly mm-hmm. all for it because, I mean, essentially, if you go to remote work, what stops you from... Especially if you're like, as a company, it costs you less. Yeah. Because that can reduce costs drastically, having people work from home. Mm-hmm. And also, if you're still just as efficient, I mean, well, he's saying they're not as efficient, so maybe that's what it is. But like, mm-hmm. I think that that 180 about turn for me has just kind of left me thinking, did he just do it for like the views almost? Like, because people are watching, mm-hmm. hey, guys, don't come to work, just work from home. Mm-hmm. That's the way I see it. I don't know. You might have a different take, though, bro. Man, maybe, maybe. I really don't know. I know that we were sent home as well. Um, we worked from home a little bit, but then there was a time where that, all right, y'all come back. But it, it, it wasn't nearly as long, like, especially like Apple mm. and some of these tech companies. It wasn't nearly as long. It was like, all right, like y'all just come back and just wear masks. <laughs> Come back here. Do you, remember, do you remember when it was like, okay, you need to stay away for two weeks. Then they were like, you need to stay away for like 10 days. Then they were like five days. Then like, hey, three days. And then now they're just like, hey, you got COVID. You ain't got COVID. You got to get your butt to work. <laughs> That's literally how it is. Put a mask on. Get out what's the, what's the logic? Like, where is the logic there? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bro. So we'll see, man. We'll see what Meta does for all the people losing your jobs, dude. That's unfortunate. Um... Hopefully, uh, you know you know what happens whenever there's a big fire. Yeah, <clears throat> cultivates the ground to gives more gives nutrients mm, back to the ground. It does, and then bigger things can bloom. So 
mature of that if that's what you want to hear if you're no but i mean hey look, listen if you're a meta employee comment yeah. down below and let us know like how things at work right now like yeah. does anyone feel like they're on the chopping block like who's mm. who's getting it next like, let, let us know in the comments or hey if you've got any idea of like what you think you know they should do next or how you think they can reduce their uh you know overheads then please just comment down below but yeah it's crazy bro. maybe chat gpt what time to be alive chat gpt4 <laughs> that may be everybody's problem solved what do you mean how i saw this uh i saw this this post on instagram mm -hmm. i was talking about talking about the next uh the next level of chat gpt okay open ai's you know software gotcha. there which is four and it is the next generation of its ai language model where apparently who is it uh what's the company do not pay mm -hmm. apparently do not pay is working with chat gpt4 to be like yo fam if a scam caller calls you like I don't know what it, I don't remember what it was, but like you kind of like put it into ChatGPT or something, and then they'll like write up a counter suit or like some kind of suit thing to like just go into. It's crazy. It's absolutely asinine. How are they able to? Oh, so it kind of like responds on your behalf, basically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's cool. So yeah. like so okay, so I know what Do Not Pay is. That's that mm -hmm. like lawyer, um, lawyerless company mm -hmm. that like helps you fight legal cases and stuff like that mm -hmm. based mm -hmm. off of software. So OpenAI has just announced GPT uh, four. So you're saying that GPT four is actually able to text back and call back. I would love to have it answer my spam calls. You know when you get those annoying spam That'd be calls? Crazy, bro. And it's just like Hello mm. sir, today I'm calling from Amazon please give yeah. me your password i'm just like i like i really want to cast them out anytime they call me but i'm like you know what i've just got a job to do but imagine if like chat gpt could pick up the phone for you and could like have that and like waste their time because that's that's what i'd love to do mm -hmm. so that they can't mm -hmm. scam someone mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. i almost feel like like anytime you've got the emails have you noticed how there's like slight spelling mistakes mm -hmm. and slight like they don't look just as professional as they could yeah um i feel like that's done intentionally like they want people who fall for it like to not be as intelligent because mm -hmm. then it's like almost if it's too good kind of weeds it do out. you see what i'm saying yeah. Yeah. yeah so this could help bro like this could actually really do a lot of a lot of benefit bro i think there's gonna be a little ai war coming up so it says after months of rumors and speculations open ai has announced G gpt4 the latest in its line of AI language models that power applications like GPT and the new Bing. The company claims that the model is more creative and collaborative than ever before and can solve difficult problems with greater accuracy. It can pass both text and image input, though it can only be, it can only respond via text. That's interesting. So basically, you could put an image into the Mm -hmm. system and but it would only respond with text i think that's still kind of cool though. i like that mm. so OpenAI also cautions that the system retains many of the same problems that the as an earlier language model um including the tendency to make up information <laughs> that's the one that oh, like yeah, they call it they, hallucinate. They call it hallucinate yeah <laughs> and the capacity to generate violent and harmful text oh so maybe you should just go and jump off a bridge it's like i just asked Bro, you what the weather what? was like today <laughs> 
<laughs> like, do you feel like the creators like throw mm. stuff in there just like as Easter eggs? Maybe they just see how far they can go. Mm. Yeah, I, I'd probably do something. Yo, like did you hear about Microsoft laying off the team that like handles all the ethics for um, ChatGPT? They said, what? Or so we're there like, yo. Rules? Man. Where? <laughs> Get them out. Get. We don't need them. This is this is the new uh, old rush. Basically, the last thing we need is uh, litigation or something. Litigation. Litigation. So, in the most recent round of layoffs, my Microsoft let go its ethics and society team, which was dedicated to ensuring ethical and responsible and sustainable AI innovation. Like that to me is just crazy in itself, bro. Like the fact that they they eliminated this team, it really does raise con- some concerns, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Why specifically? Like, yeah. I mean, that more than anything else, but like. Bro. Or maybe like, what, whoa, wait, wait, I, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, what if ChatGPT along the line is going to do something unethical? I feel like they are already. So the ethics team is like, fam, you cannot do this. And they're like, okay, yeah, yeah, I hear you. Thank you. Do you feel like Microsoft is prioritizing short-term goals over long-term responsible responsibility? Yes, I think every company does that. Every big, every big tech company. It's like, what can we get away with? Because they can something like that. They can always fix it later. Hundred percent. If anything shows, anything, right? Like, like Apple with the battery, right? Mm-hmm. They would minimize your battery over time. And, and then they're like, all right, we got caught. We need to fix this. It was just to protect the phone, to make it last long. Come up with an excuse. You won't do that's it That's like good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I feel like all big, big tech companies, they kind of just. They all do it. They just move forward. And they're like, we'll, we'll figure it. Like, we have enough money to figure it out. But, okay. But, like, why this? Why specifically the ethics team? Because there's something unethical, ethical. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Maybe, maybe it's like I, I honestly I don't know. I don't know. I know people were saying that about Facebook, about like the Facebook. Oh yeah, about the yeah, meta and the whole thing. Yeah, it's just it was unethical. Like people like yo, they know way too much, and they put and they use that to their advantage so you can buy more, right? Hundred like, percent. I don't know, but that's what I'm thinking. I think that we're in the the season, should mm-hmm. I say, of tech layoffs, and Microsoft is just the latest victim. Mm-hmm. Um, to get rid of, well, just get rid of anyone that they feel like is expendable, and that that team to me isn't expendable. That team needs to be, like, there needs to be a lot more focus on that team. There needs to be a lot more investment in that team. But that's mm-hmm. the team that they're getting rid of. It's weird. Journal say. Journal say. That's crazy, man. But yeah, so we'll see what happens, man. We'll see what happens. Apparently, this is uh, this is from Sam Mobile. Uh huh. Apple's secret advantage will hurt Samsung a lot in 2023. Mm-hmm. What a headline! Let's see what that secret advantage is. So, Apple makes a lot less hardware compared to Samsung, but makes a lot more money simply because of it. Interesting. So, I guess it's the whole 80/20 rule, which is Apple's secret advantage. But then doesn't Apple need Samsung though? Because they make the Samsung makes the screens that go mm-hmm. into the Apple devices now, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it says that Apple enjoys a luxury that Samsung do- doesn't. There are no other companies that can make iOS powered smart. That's true. 
If customers want to use iOS, then they have to buy from Apple. Its ecosystem is so strong that to get the most out of it, you need to have an Apple device, kind of like the Apple Watch. So imagine yeah. having an Apple Watch and an Android phone. It's kind of just like you might as well either get an iPhone or get uh, exactly like Samsung exactly or that. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like um, the MacBook offers seamless functionality with the iPhone and the iPad. You know, like the integration is crazy. I love Universal Clipboard. Yeah. Um, Samsung doesn't have that advantage, bro. Like it makes mm. Android power smartphones. Mm. Um, you know, but hey. There are hundreds of manufacturers all over the world that also do the same thing. So in reality, mm-hmm. there are only a few Android OEMs that can really truly compete with Samsung and what they create. Um, but that's just really just a distraction. Like Samsung has to work harder and push the envelope for it to stand out now. Because yeah. that Android market is so crowded. It's big. Like there is so much in that specific market then it's just like okay well Mm. how do you stand out like samsung really has the monumental responsibility of swimming against the tide Mm. like Mm. they're like there's only one apple it's endless race for samsung but apple's kind of strong like i feel like the iphone 14 pro is the perfect representation of like what apple has taken like their time to develop so like Mm. in terms of like the design in terms of like the notches and stuff like that like those are things like the notch display has been in in iPhones for years, bro. I'm um, in in Androids for years. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on, it's not a new feature, you mm-hmm. know. I feel like Apple takes their time to do things, whereas other companies so kind of like leap and they're like, "Hey, we can figure it out later." Whereas mm-hmm. Apple's like, mm, "I'm kind of feeling a little bit worried about that," you yeah. know. So they're yeah. a little bit more cautious. They're trying to you know protect themselves. Samsung really doesn't have that luxury. You know what I mean? Like Chinese OEMs, like they were able to like embrace Bro. stuff so quickly and turn it around. Like you can literally have a product out today and then the next day there'll be a brand new product. <laughs> like, and that brand new product will look exactly like Apple's one or look exactly like Samsung's yeah. one. You yeah. know what I mean? So I don't know if it's necessary mm-hmm. as a company as large as Samsung to try and like follow the tide. But you remember when we had Samsung OS? I wish was it Tizen? Tizen. 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 I wish they stuck to their guns and just continue to work that out. So have a look at that screen over there for me right now. We're looking at a a Samsung. This this has Samsung Tizen OS. Bro, look at that. So they are still developing the product. Mm -hmm. So it does definitely exist, Mm -hmm. but it's like it it got to a stage where it was really made for iPhone ios yeah made for android google os or, or android os mm-hmm. there was no in between like do you remember when like blackberry and all these other companies made their own like os was it blackberry palm, it, it was literally palm bro? i remember the blackberry palm bro yeah that that handset was hard i can't lie to you you slide you slide it up bro it was hard like if someone came out you know they meant business yeah, that's yeah. a businessman right the there. Keyboard was horrible. Hundred percent. I was a kid and I still struggle to type. Like, that's that's a businessman right there. Keyboard. <laughs> yeah, that's a businessman. He's gotta be. But you know what? Sticking with the whole topic of phones, let's talk about the Pixel Fold, bro. Apparently, it's coming next month. Sorry, it's coming in June, bro. Bro, Pixel still makes phones. Hot take. You don't think Google should make phones anymore? I think. I just sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, they're still here. In my world, it's either Apple or Samsung. 
got you. But pixels are nice though, but they haven't been the nicest since I recently. Think, like, like like five, like a pixel five. So, so here's the thing: Google's folding phone may almost be here after years of rumors. So I saw a video online um, of someone using it on the subway because you know they always do that thing. Da, 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 da. I need to look at the wild. whole metro. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they love that. <laughs> So they always do that whole thing. Ooh, so the, the Google Pixel Fold could be available soon, as soon as the second week of June, according to uh, Wim Futures' Roland okay. Quant. Right. Uh, the reliable leaker tweeted on Tuesday that the phone will come out with a 256 gigabyte base storage, and then you'll be able to get it either in black slash dark gray color or white. So this foldable has been rumored for a long time, and there have been whispers that it would be announced sometime in the next few months. Mm. However, a general report from the elect threw some cold water on that idea, saying that the screen wasn't even set to go into production until late July or August. Mm. So what does that say to you? That says to you that it's here. So like the name, yeah, they, they're, they're sticking with that name, the fold name. Pixel fold. Bro, I'm excited, but I'm also not. Like, I want to see what does Apple do with the Fold? Because they really held back with that, bro. Like, they mm. have not, like, they're really holding back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see what Apple Apple does with the Fold. But, like, with Google specifically, like, would you use a Google Pixel Fold? I, per, mm, you'd have to do something that I need. It's I don't think Folds are a market for me. Yeah. Um, just, just because I like, I just, I just want a phone that you want your tablet to be your tablet and your phone to be your phone. Exactly. You don't need a phablet. Exactly. And I, and I feel like I'm doing a lot if I am in a subway and I'm like, let Are me put okay? this out real <laughs> quick, bro. <laughs> <laughs> let me just oh, hold on. Hold on right quick. Let me right. just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which I, I mean, I that. like if that's y'all's thing, cause I think it's fantastic technology. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Truth, like I, I like the flip. I think the flip phones are, are really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think folds are just a little more. It, it, it kind of, it's kind of like like whenever the Note first came out for me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't necessarily see the use of having a screen that big. And it doesn't come with a pen, right? No, it doesn't. Yeah. So like like that big. They took it away. Wait, actually, does the Note come with a pen? Yeah, Galaxy Note 10 comes with S Pen, yeah. And is that the foldable one? Um, I don't think joint. the folding one. My bad, sorry. I thought you meant just the regular one. So yeah, no, the folding one doesn't come with a pen. So you, you're really, you're just buying just a bigger screen. Correct. So I'm like, oh, okay. So do you want a bigger screen in your phone is the question I have for you. I do not want a bigger so screen. So the Google Pulse Fold isn't for you, basically. You're not I think it's a fantastic phone. It's a great concept. Yeah, 100%. And especially, I think there's going to be things like, like is here's how I see it. I think mm -hmm. there's going to be that one time that you want a bigger screen mm -hmm. that justifies the entire purchase. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like maybe like you're trying to watch a game on, on like, I don't know, like, like, a, like Arsenal or something. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. And then there's a crowd like behind you, you're like, bet, I got you. Boom! <laughs> make it bigger. Like, Yo, it's he's clutch. Now. Yeah, <laughs> and like, that's crazy, bro. So, but I think I think it's great technology. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially sure. if you're an enthusiast who wants to play with things like that. Mm. Heck yeah, get after it. I would have bought this in my early twenties because I was more of an enthusiast then. Got you. Now got I've kind of like grown away from it. But like, if you're still an enthusiast, like, get after it. Yeah, I feel I feel like it's time to get. A device that like changes the game again. 
Mm-hmm. Like, we know what devices look like. They look like the iPhone you've got in your pocket. They look like the Samsung you've got in your pocket. I need yeah. something groundbreaking. Yeah. And I'm sorry to say it, but a Fold is not it. It's just a bigger screen. That's it's literally all it is. Screen. That's literally all it is. And to me, yeah. it's just like, like, you guys need to be better now. You know? there's so yeah. much, I feel like there's so much technology available to us right now. Mm. Like, first of all, none of our phones should have notches or cutouts or hole punches like or whatever. Come on, man. Like, bro, I've been on this, I've been on this tip for what, how long? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for a minute, for a minute. And to me, it's just like, well, bro, dude, we're, we're at a stage where we could just be doing so much more better. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't know how I feel about it personally, but hey, we'll see. But, you know, sticking on the whole, like, phone and, like, Apple, like, let's talk about um, the brand new, there's going to be another Apple Watch Ultra. Um, so that's rumored to launch in 2025. So we're still a little bit of a way off, but a new Apple Watch with a micro LED display is allegedly gonna be, you know, released in 2024, 2025. You know what I want? Talk to me. I want Apple to make a mechanical watch. Huh. So Tell an, me that would be non, dicey. A non-tech product from a tech company. A tech product that I don't even know how, how you do it. Just, just yes, yes. Is there going to be a basically. graphical user interface? Is there going to be a screen? No screen. Huh. But the iPhone mechanical. I don't know where I'm going with this, but I think it would be. You super just want cool. everything to be like that. Your product that you have. What is it called? The brilliant tab. You just want yes, everything. Yes, the remarkable. To be the remarkable. I said brilliant. <laughs> the brilliant tab. <laughs> hey, that'd be a great name for a tab. The brilliant brilliant but no the yeah. remarkable i mean I, I feel like actually remarkable is a way better name because you know marking and yeah, re- remarking it's, and it's, <laughs> it's, so it's able to remark bro it's a great they actually I just, just came out that with, the, with, the, with the keyboard no they didn't they came with the keyboard how does it charge it doesn't stop right now <laughs> i'm ending this recording are you joking it doesn't charge you just need to charge your remarkable it, it so that so it it does a uh, magnetic like connectivity got you so kind of like the I, I, ipad right Precisely. and then it takes the power from i like that Precisely. i always like it when companies spend time and they genuinely think about the the product and how it's going to be used by the user like yeah the graphical yeah. user interface looks great that's amazing but hey let's look at the actual physical elements of the product mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like let's be real some of these big companies have had some massive missteps like apple yeah. Um, with the Magic Keyboard 2, like that was just, like with the butterfly keys, like that yeah, was just bad. Yeah, 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 So to me, it's just like, when a company really spends time and thinks about it, so like I've got this thing in my um, bedroom, mm-hmm. which is a switch for uh, the Philips Hue bulbs that I have in my house. Mm-hmm. That switch powers itself. Every time you press it, a little dyno moves inside and that creates electricity to send a signal over Wi-Fi. So you never have to replace the battery. When I thought about that, I'm like, this is so friggin' smart, you know? So, hey, listen, Apple, if you're listening, we don't just need a new Apple Watch Ultra. Make it do something crazy. Make it, like, last for, like, 15 days. Boom. Do you know what I'm saying? 15 days if you're making a fold device. Did you did you remember when devices used to last, like, forever? Like, you, yeah. you didn't need to bring a charger with you everywhere. That was my first cell phone. What was it again? I don't even remember. It was just some thick folded phone. It was a chonker? It would last about four to five days. Huh. A whole week. Charge in 30 minutes. <laughs> like, 
I just feel like phones are trying to do too much and that's probably why we're at that stage or it's probably why we're at where we're at today you know yeah man that's crazy I have a hot take on where I think tech needs needs to go okay which is if you say mechanical again I'm going to (laughs) 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 go on but go on hit me with it what's your hot take this is a hot take this is just an idea imagine if you had one device and i i think we have a rapper about this imagine if you had one device but one like device that had all your memory storage all that on it yeah right but you tap it into different devices to then work from those devices oh so imagine you keep it on your you keep it on your watch or like you, you have a, a watch that has it right so that's like universal key clipboard where you can just basically move between different devices but even more so effortlessly so it's another ecosystem basically pretty much but like deeply entrenched imagine not having to have your phone but maybe just just a pair of, of headphones yeah so like somebody calls you you tap your watch like cool oh so if you need to type it away maybe you have like a like maybe maybe that's when you pull up a foldable right you tap on that foldable or you could chat gpt ai boom chat gpt it. comes in hey write a report for me or write a response in the way that i would with all yeah. of the Bro, that would be insane. Are we onto something? AI answering your response, but so like, like, like it'll monitor you maybe for like. Wait, isn't months. that what we just spoke <laughs> about there? But no, no. But think about this, right? If mm. it could go through all of the text on your phone mm. and create an image of how you talk, and it could code switch as well. So like, if your boss versus if I or if yeah. like Maria texts you like it could co-switch to match each individual like could you imagine I feel like we're onto something bro I feel like it could be part of the keyboard and that is why it could be part of it and it just be right there just be, what if you what if you see your keyboard typing without you even typing mm. and then it asks you it's like hey is this okay and you're like yes send it or you're like no this is what I would write instead. And then it takes that information mm-hmm. and it makes the algorithm better. I think I know why they got fired. A hundred thousand percent. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, thanks so much for listening yeah. today. If you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button and share this with someone you love. And we will see you next week. I've been Anthony and he's been JP. Peace, y'all. Peace. Wow.